Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We return today to verses 27 to 31 of Matthew chapter 27, Matthew's account of the treatment of Jesus by the soldiers that were in charge of his crucifixion. We begin to look at these verses on our previous study and we'll continue here today and tomorrow. Today, our focus will be on verse 29 looking at the symbolic meaning of this verse as it pertains to thorns and briars. Now, here once again are verses 27 to 31, and they read, Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the armory and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and knelt before him and mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. I close the last What's New program with a reference to the prophet Isaiah, who predicted centuries before Jesus that the Messiah would be mocked, ridiculed, and beaten almost beyond recognition, and that he would remain silent. 
Isaiah, by inspiration of God, looked ahead and accurately recorded history 700 years before it happened. Peter looked back and wrote, When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. 1 Peter 2.23 Jesus was mocked by the soldiers. They made fun with him. Acting out their charade and playing respect for the kingship, they placed on his head a crown of thorns. No doubt the crown was to picture a king's crown. No doubt the soldiers didn't know what the thorns or brambles or briars represent in the Bible. Thorns and thistles are the evidence of sin. And so they became symbols or emblems of the curse of sin on mankind. After sin entered the human race through Adam and Eve, God said, Cursed is the ground because of you. It will produce thorns and thistles for you. Genesis 3, 17-18 Thorns are a symbol of the curse upon man for sin. It would seem that before sin there were no thorns or thistles. Briars and thistles with thorns are a direct result of sin and contribute to man's toil for survival. They are a part of the judgment. Thorns and briars ought to remind us of sin and the reason for human suffering. Every human has suffered. All of us are on beds of thorns. The reason for the suffering of humanity isn't God, it is sin. It was appropriate that the soldiers made the crown of thorns, although they did it to mock Jesus. I don't believe that the material of the crown was incidental. The reason for the intense suffering of Jesus was our sin. And thorns are sin's emblem. They crowned him with sin. Again, I don't want to be any harder on those Roman soldiers than on us. We would have done the same. Just as it is unfair to blame mostly the Jews for the death of Jesus, so it is unfair to blame mostly Pilate and the Romans. Just as we were in Adam when he sinned, we were there. So were we there when the crowd cried, Crucify him. And so were we there when the Roman soldiers braided that crown of thorns. There is that unity in the human race from which we can't escape. A great Southern Baptist preacher of the previous generation once visited Calvary with a tourist group. At the tomb, the guide asked the tourists, has anyone been here before? This pastor raised his hand. The guide said, oh, when were you here? He replied, 2,000 years ago. Actually, there is a double sense in which we were there. Those who take their place against the Savior are represented by his enemies. I heard of a man who had a nightmare in which he saw the Roman soldiers beating Jesus to a pulp. In his dream, he could stand it no longer. He forced his way through the crowd, and he ran up to the soldier with the whip, spun him around and cried, Stop! Stop! To his horror before him was his own face. 
he was staring at himself. If you oppose the Savior or try to be neutral, you're one of his enemies who want him dead. But there is another sense in which we humans are there. Those who have received him are in Christ when he died. We were crucified with him when we took our place with him. The Negro spiritual songwriter asks, were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were 
Not only was that crown a crown of mockery, but the thorns made it also a crown of misery to the Savior. They placed it on his head, and then they took the staff and beat him on the head. Matthew writes, The forehead is an especially sensitive part of the human anatomy. They spit on him. The blood of the Redeemer mixed with the spittle of the soldiers. Not a pretty picture. Isaiah's words come into focus. He wrote, His appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man. Isaiah 52, 14. Jesus knew that this was coming. Being God, he had the foreknowledge. I'm glad we don't know what's ahead. Every time Jesus saw a thorn bush, he must have known that one day he would be crowned with a crown of thorns. Through it all, Jesus knew that his suffering and death would make it possible for us humans to be saved. You were there when they crucified my Lord, but in the soldiers or in Christ? That's the crucial question. It's your choice. The Lord is risen from the dead. The Lord is risen as he said. He's alive. He's alive. The Lord is risen from the dead. The Lord is risen as he said. He's alive. He's alive. What Snows a radio production of Creative Encounters, our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.